Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning into the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind the scenes exclusives. All thanks to E Entertainment's Maria Menunos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, everybody. Welcome back to AfterBuzz TV, where we're talking about The Flash, Season 1, Episode 17, Tricksters. I'm your host, Roxy Stryer. You guys can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer, sitting alongside Tori Miller. Hey, hey, I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me on Twitter at Tari J. It's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. Ashley Daniels. Oh, my God, I love this song. Ah, can I keep it up for, like, extra minutes? I'm <laughs> at Ashley Daniels on Twitter and, and I don't know. I'm, did Ashley you just say I'm Twitter? Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. And Jeffrey Masters. Hi, I'm Jeffrey Masters. I tweet from Jeff Masters 1. And you guys can find us at AfterBuzzTV, AfterBuzzTV.com, YouTube.com slash AfterBuzzTV. And if you guys are talking to us, use the hashtag ABTVFlash. Make sure you give us that thumbs up, that five stars, and leave a comment. We love hearing what you guys have to say. But right now, I want to hear what you guys to say. What did you think of tonight's episode, Tori? Ah, oh, it was amazing. Ashley? I- Oh, I you had more it. than amazing. No, I loved it's, it. it's amazing. <laughs> so I, I just had to get her paying back attention. She was doing too much dancing. She I'm got focused. Sorry, I love this episode. It's amazing, guys. You know that. Yeah, okay. It was I amazing. Yes. Oh, no. And Jeffrey. I loved it. It was great. Mark Hamill was a fantastic villain. Yeah. Oh, I called it. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Tara, I want to get back to your overall thoughts because I know you got something special you were just going to say. Oh, I was just going to say how much I loved Mark Hamill. I loved all the fathery moments. Uh, all the feels of this episode. It's so good. It really was. It was amazing. And it actually was an episode that we're not going to go back and erase and run so fast that the no. episode didn't happen. Not that no, I didn't love never, that episode, never. but at least this stuff sticks. All right, I want to get right into it, though. So we are starting in the past. We're going back, which was an interesting way to start the episode. 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we get there, we see a familiar image. It is Little Barry Allen and he is there and once again we have to watch this poor little kid as his mother is getting almost dying and there's these two speedsters going around and the dad's sitting there and he's like run Barry run how many times are they going to torture us with this freaking image it's not that I I don't think they should but it's like ingrained in my brain at this (laughs) point I dream about it I nightmare about it I think it's good though I don't think it's overused yet right I know but they tortured us sorry sorry but they tortured us even with 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 the car crash honey Oh. I love you. But the car crash and and she like you know all these images of just 
like they're just they're too emotional. It's just too difficult to watch because I really enjoy the show. But for me, I find it too difficult. Like those moments, like sending your dad back to jail, another one. Like right. come on, or like looking at him in the jail cell, I know. or seeing your wife dying in the car, or seeing your mom dying. It's like Ugh! I know, it's hard to swallow. It's hard. Yeah. I, I completely agree. But I still love the show, but I just I know. You know no, it's goosebumps difficult. all night. I think uh, that's the point. I love that you got to see it from the speedster side, though. It wasn't just like a couple blurs running around a room. It's like you see two people fighting and yeah. then stills of others having to exist in this world where they're battling it out. Right. Yeah, each time we get more information. Tonight, yeah. we saw them fighting. We find out the mom was drunk. She's drinking wine. <laughs> and that is what you take away from this episode. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, what else happened? I don't it remember. It was good wine. It was the last glass she was going to have. Yeah. It looked like a nice Pinot to me. Pinot Grigio or something. And nice Pinot Noir. Beer. It was red, baby. Come on. Get, get with the... Pinot Noir. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. She was... Heavy drinker she's, over she's here. She's wasted. She put this upon herself. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, we we like are... Like, things that happen when you drink too much. Subtitle. Yeah. It was tough, though. And we did get to see it from a different perspective, which I liked. However, I have to say, we're watching them go around and around and around in circles. And I'm sitting there saying, I can recognize that being Barry Allen. But the other guy, I really don't feel like that looks like Wells. I don't think it's him. I don't think it's him. And I'm trying to, like, rewind and pause. And you guys are like, can we just watch the show? Roxy, stop doing that. (laughs) So then we go along with it. And then we find out more in the flashbacks that it wasn't his face. It was him being in the body, but it wasn't his face. Which, Tori, how the freak did you know this? Yeah, what the heck was that? <laughs> um, you just, well, like, called it. Yeah, you really did. Uh, I mean, it's classic sci-fi lore, but also <laughs> Professor Zoom traditionally changes his face to look like Barry, so it's so you could make the leap to say that he took the face of someone else, and it, it makes sense for him to take uh, Wells' face, because he's a genius already, so... He was on because the Wells is a genius, already. Yeah. and well, you're a genius. Oh, he should have taken your face. You need a Twizzler um, right now. I would hope not, because that would laugh. mean I'm dead. You know, props to Roxy though, because when you were saying this isn't Wells, it doesn't look like him. We're like, okay, Roxy, please stop talking. Yeah, <laughs> we that have is to true. watch the fight. So, like, kudos to you. Kudos. I'm thinking that this side of the table is really good at predictions. Right oh yeah. Now. Oh, okay. I, I didn't even know that was Luke Skywalker in the very beginning. Sorry, guys. And then I still <laughs> oh, said man. that was the son. The comments are going to go insane. Yeah, oh, I knew afterwards. You can't admit that on air. Ashley, I didn't. I don't like spoilers, so I don't read who's going to be in the episode. I like to enjoy the episode for what it is. It just so happened that when you guys were all screaming, I'm like, what are you screaming at? And then you're like, it was Luke Skywalker, and I just so happened, as everybody knows that knows me, and I've made it clear, I just watched Star Wars for the first time a few months ago. Yeah, that's true. So now I I was excited. No, I'm glad you're excited. wrong, guys. No, I think it's great, because I think that CW especially has a lot of different audiences than what you would expect to be Star Wars fans. There are some guys out there that are like, yeah, Ash, I just watched Star Wars too. And honestly, I would kill for the opportunity to watch watch Star Wars for the first time. It was time amazing. Uh, I still, I don't tell me because I'm only on the second episode. Oh, here, second I'll movie. tell you. So you're on episode five. Right. Because yes. it's, okay. yeah, you know what I mean. Got it. I'm <laughs> all right. the two oldest I've watched. Oh, okay. First two oldest. So yeah. then you'll be on episode six. Just all remember right. that so line wasn't there yet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so that's why she. No. Oh, oh, oh! No, she hasn't got to that point. That I am yeah. your father. No, it's not Luke. I'm your father. That was in the second one. The second one. one. Yeah, it's episode five. What happens on third? All right. Well, anyway, sorry. I'm sorry. This just different became show, Star Wars. Yeah, and we're bringing uh, it back. <laughs> okay. okay Tari, we're still back you on you though, because I wanted to know. You were talking about you knew that it was uh, that he would take his face because traditionally he takes Barry's face. Right. So. 
how did you know then he would take randomly this scientist just because he's smart or um, do you think that there's more to the selection process because he really seemed to be stalking him like eyeing him for a long time well, he right. said you're going to invent this in 20 years and I need it faster right mm-hmm. So, yeah, basically, based on his knowledge of history, he decided to take Wells' identity because he needed to advance his own technology. Right. But the thing that Wells keeps trying to tell Barry is that he can't go changing what happens because then the whole future will be messed up. So why is he not taking that all in advice? And this particle accelerator was supposed to be a problem in 2020, but instead he's making it a problem in 2015 right. or 2014. Well, he's mm-hmm. trying to make sure Barry doesn't ruin his future. It has oh. nothing to do with like the future. the future. It's like he has a specific plan, and if Barry goes meddling with time, it might ruin everything. Absolutely. So he's trying to make sure that his end game stays intact. Mm. So learning what we did tonight, that they sped up the... Um, creation of the Star Labs and the Accelerator. Yeah. Does this mean that probably in Eobard's world the Flash it like happened like later on the timeline? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. So if Barry's like 25 now, maybe he was like 30 in like the first version. Yeah. Also, I'd imagine. Interesting. I'm also curious, we see the conversation between Tess uh, and Wells, the actual Wells, on the beach, and they're talking about what to name the lab, and they name it Tess, but then she's like, you should name it Star, because you're the star in my sky, or whatever mm-hmm. she says, which was really cheesy and also adorable. Um, and she says that, but then how would, if they hadn't named it yet, how would Wells, as Eobard, yes, have named would, it? Right. Was he listening to all that? Mm-hmm. No, I mean, basically... That in his timeline, that already happened. So oh, oh. it already been Star Labs uh, when oh. he existed. Oh, right. Got he it. knew what he was going to do. He yes. didn't know why, but yeah. he knew what it would end up being. Right. That makes okay. sense. I got it. Oh, this time travel thing, it, it messes <laughs> with your head. I knew the wife, too. I tweeted it. I don't know if anybody answered me, but the oh. wife is definitely from a movie from the 90s called Babysitter's Club. Oh, Guarantee nice. you. Which is also a book that I love. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely. Okay. Alex Mack, I don't know her real name, but she was in it, too. Okay. Oh, so from Nickelodeon. It, sorry. Yeah. So it seems like when... Um, um, Harrison got uh, when Thawne got Harrison's face. Yes, mm-hmm. um, it seems like original Harrison's face was black and nasty and like done. You mean as it shriveled up on the ground? As it shriveled up on the yeah. ground. So I, um, I'm wondering. I'm led to assume that Thawne, who now looks like Harrison, is stuck looking like Harrison. He cannot go back to the way Thawne originally looked. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, I'd imagine that would be the case. I mean, because. It seems like that technology uh, is a one-way trip. Yeah. You know, because if he was going to revert, it probably would have happened by now. But if he then somehow is able to go to the future or whatever it is, then he's going to just look like Wells? Isn't that going to mess up him not looking like Wells? But didn't you guys catch him say, like, they're going to be coming and saving me, but then why did he end up looking like Wells? No, because that's that's what what he meant. meant. That's what he meant. When he said me, he meant me as your face. Yes, Yes. exactly. See, that was confusing. I took it as me, like, they're going to be looking for a guy who looks like me, they're not going to save you, so i got to look like me, but then you look like him, and he's like, he's not going to save him, he's going to save me. What did he do with the shriveled body? Did he put it to the side of the road? Is that somehow going to come back in this investigation now that they're Disintegration, maybe? I think that's going to be too far into the past. We're not going to see much with that. I'm talking semantics at this point. Yeah, thinking exactly. that. All right. Fossils. I mean, I have a thought, but Ooh. I'll save it for the spoiler. No. Oh. Yeah. No, no, I want it. Because based on the preview and all oh, the stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So okay. you'll save it for later on in predictions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
That means you guys have to stay tuned. Oh, I know exactly what you mean. <gasps> yeah. we'll I just want to sing the Haruka yeah. Salt song now. <laughs> Don't care how. I we want, want it, it now. Okay, um, Amazing references. Absolutely. Yeah, okay, so that's pretty much all we found out about the past, but I will say that I'm loving getting these, uh, th- all this information through these flashbacks mm-hmm. every single week, and I think yeah. it's, it's interesting to watch what they did, and the fact that, I don't know, maybe it was like seven episodes ago, where we had uh, Mason, as when we had Wells, and he said, listen, my wife died in this car accident, and it was really hard for me, and now here I am. He just jacked somebody's story. Yeah. Like, yeah. that is what he did. Yeah. And now we, and we were like, oh, he must not be that bad. What's going on? And then we find out in tonight's episode exactly what happened, which just tells me that they have planned so far in advance. They mm-hmm. know exactly where this is going. Yeah. And that there was no surprise there that he put on the tears or whatever, and it was just a, a load of crap. Yeah. Well, we know that he's, like, such a good actor. I mean, he's been spending this whole time being Mr. Nice Guy, where in, in actuality, he's a murdering murder face. Yeah, and we know that because <laughs> of episode 15, but... Nobody else knows it because nobody remembers episode 15 except for us. Right. Right. Can you tell us um, in comics? Comics. (laughs) Yes, tell us about this comics. Um, I have not come across how uh, Thawne would get his speed force back. So, um, like, when when I've read them, like, how would he get that from Barry? How will Barry help him get back to the future? Um, (laughs) Well, I think what the idea is that. Basically, the more powerful... Because Barry, in essence, is the speed force. Yeah. Um, When he... uh, I'm trying to figure out if this is spoilers. In the comics, um, he when he dies, he becomes the speed force and essentially creates the Flash in the past. Um, So the more powerful he gets, um, the more Wells will be able to tap into the speed force. Because the speed force will exist as powerful as Barry is. Okay. So if Barry only stays at a level of five for the rest of his life, then there will only be an amount of five to share between the two speedsters. Which is right. why he needs Barry to gain, be faster all the time so that he eventually can get back to where he needs to go. Right. Okay. He's preserving his energy, obviously, by sitting. So. Right, yeah. This also, the, the other thing I guess we did learn is that Gideon's been around for a while now. Gideon just tapped in on the watch and whatever. 15 years going ago. going on. Yeah. Absolutely. So, and I, she I looks know. great, by the way. Oh yeah, <laughs> she hasn't changed a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Which is very like I true. remember. Very true. Jeff. Did, did anyone not feel bad this episode for actual Harrison Wells? You know, that like, homeboy was murdered. Right. I feel bad for but him. But he's yeah, not even we, there I, anymore. No, I did too. The yeah. wife was murdered too. But yeah, the wife. Um, too. Yeah, both. But like, this is the first time in theory that we're actually meeting Harrison Wells because mm-hmm. we've only ever seen Thawne exactly. as Harrison. Right. That's true. I do feel bad. I hope somehow he comes back and he gets him back. Kicks his butt. <laughs> yeah, I really do. Him and Tess. Fingers crossed. Honey. Are, are we thinking anything about... I'm just saying, that would be awesome. Um, I would be so on well side, obviously. Alright, anytime they mention anything in the show, I'm like, oh, it's gotta be a reference to something. So we do get the fact that Tess's dad is dead. And she says yes. that she really wishes that he was there to meet Wells. It could have just, loved him. It could have just said. been a quick conversation, but do we think that her dad is anybody, anything, could play into this somehow? Yes. Some way? Absolutely. Like, I, I feel like there's more... Yes, there's a particle accelerator, and yes, he's very smart, but I feel like there also is more reason why he just 
picked this one person right. or something. I, I'm, I, I don't know. I agree with you. They never. There's no reason why they would ever do anything in this show without having some purpose behind it. I feel at this point we've all it's been proven. We're on episode 17. What has ever been said on the show that hasn't ended up happening? Right. right. Her father was one of the five lines that she had in the whole episode. Yeah, that's true. It's got to be somebody. I mean, I think that's good, like, great to pick up on. Yeah. But I just can't even imagine how he would come into play. That's true, too. That's right. true, too. I don't know, but maybe. Maybe. Okay, so that's the past. Let's talk about the present. We've got some serious, tricky situations <laughs> to deal with. <laughs> see what I did there? And see how yes. we opened the episode tonight with that song? Right now. I was going to go out and get them, guys, just so you know. I was going to do that. But then what happened, Ash? But then I watched the episode. <laughs> uh, which was a good trade-off. Yeah, we do two things at once. Which is pretty if you're good listening trade-off. just in audio, though, we do have them. Yeah. They can't yes. tell. Everybody making... <laughs> Yeah. Oh, gosh. That was just the worst. Okay. (laughs) So here's what's going on. There's an imitation trickster. His name is Axel. You also know him as Little Dexter. Um, And he is running around in 2015 making selfies. That is straight up what he's doing. I mean, for real, though. He's like in Central Park. I mean, look like Central Park. He's just like, like sightseeing. And all of a sudden, it's like, wait a minute. This is going terribly wrong. Right. Yeah. This is a sick selfie. <laughs> they call me the Vine <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> though. like a ton of followers. <laughs> What's wrong with this world? It's just crazy that now in comics and whatever, social media is, like, included. And he's putting this up and he's, like, streaming these things live. And I'm like, what is this, an Afterbus show? Uh, but anyway, so he is going around, he's filming this, and we're like, oh, this is somebody who's imitating the trickster. And I'm sitting here thinking that the trickster's going to hate him and everybody else thinks that, too. And Ashley, you called the fact that you thought that it was going to be his son. And I did not have my phone tonight, guys, so I did not Google this ahead of time or anything. I swear <laughs> this was an intuition. I didn't even know it was Luke Skywalker at that point. I want to know, though, which is kind of embarrassing. What made you, uh, what line or what interaction did you start thinking, and why did you start thinking that it was his son? I, I honestly, I don't, I know, obviously, they were talking to him about, no, 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 they said, do you have any idea who he could be? Um, you mean Joe and Barry yeah, Joe go and to Barry talk to were Trickster. talking to, to Jesse, mm-hmm. uh, James Jesse, and they said something like, do you have any idea who he could be? Um, do you recognize him or something? I think it was something around those lines mm-hmm. that I, I thought to myself, like, how that would be so interesting because he's an imitation trickster. Wouldn't it be interesting if he was trying to become his father? Because they were like, who would who would care to do this? Who would want to do this? They were right. trying to ask right. him. So that's what happened. I don't know. It so was it, really a weird occurrence that probably won't happen again. So It's it's interesting, though, because he doesn't actually know that that is his father, and, and he is in the dark. But yeah. So it's funny because all these other uh, villains that we've seen so far, even though they are bad, I feel like they have a code, some sort of code. Yes. Like Captain Cold last week and whatnot. But Trickster... You're just out of luck because you don't know what when he's saying, when he's telling the truth, if he's actually giving you his word or whatever. You can pretty much assume whatever he says, the opposite is true. Yeah, he's a great I think actor right. though. Obviously, oh, so I mean, I mean, scary. then, but I'm saying in the show, he was even a good uh, actor. Yeah. The fact that he was pretending it bothered him so much, he's like down the the wall. He's like, no, and I'm like, oh my god, this guy's so hurt. I know. Like, this is it's it. the ultimate trick. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the trickster that was the first like legitimately crazy and evil for lack. 
of a better word, villain that we've seen. Mm-hmm. Everyone else has had like a backstory to justify these horrible things they're doing, and not very him. true. Absolutely, very yeah. true. I agree with that. Did you like that, or did you want it to be more of an onion with more mm. layers? I liked it because it made it more unpredictable. Like, what's he gonna do? It don't matter. <laughs> he was the most interesting to me, at least. I mean, it's, and and I love to be able to hate them and not have a reason to. Oh, but this happened. Right. So right. you know, it was fun hating him. It was just so evil. You don't yeah. want to feel conflicted. No, yeah. never. like there's not gonna be the trickster, the conversation that uh, Flash and Doctor Cold, Doctor Cold, and Captain Cold. <laughs> yeah. uh, He's uh, been <laughs> He got a degree. Okay, um, there's not gonna be the conversation that the Flash has with Captain Cold about like fine and they shake on it and they have a truce. Right. Right. I wouldn't trust the trickster for that. Yeah. Of course not. Tari, what were you going to... I mean, I like the trickster, especially this trickster, um, because it's the closest thing that I'm going to get to a live-action Joker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yep. Because everyone knows, and those who don't, uh, Mark Hamill plays the Joker in the animated series, the Justice Mm -hmm. League, and all that stuff. He's a lot of people's quintessential Joker. Mm -hmm. Most Jokers that come beyond this point are essentially copying him. Um, so to have him be this trickster, trickster character who is like Joker light is the funnest thing in the world. Absolutely. And there were so many similarities. No, there, there wasn't, they didn't look the exact same, but the way, just the sinisterness and, and all of those things, I, I thought that he killed it. I thought he completely nailed the role. He's so talented, and the fact that, again, it's a testament to television these days that he is now on a TV show doing this after his entire incredible career. Yeah. I just think that they are doing an amazing job. I have a question. Yeah. Okay. I want you to ask. I just thought of this. How <laughs> did they initially, how did Je- James Jesse and Imitation Trickster slash Little Dexter come together and... Ooh. And, and come up with this whole plan. They said there's been pen pals for over a decade. I, I, I understand, yeah. but oh, okay, so so just writing that was it. Yeah. Don't they check the letters in jail? I thought they checked all the letters. You can write in code. Yeah. Okay. Gibberish. So really, all that came from just that they never met up once or like had some trick way of meeting. No, this is. They said this is the first time they've ever like been in the same room together. Oh. Uh, well, except for the time he was born, obviously. That didn't bother me that they planned this Maybe. over yeah. letters. I think that's fine. Really? Yeah. Okay. No, I, it I bothered totally missed me. that part because I Let's, thought it was like whole meeting really. and everything. <laughs> no, if we're going to be on like the picky train, yeah, I don't yeah. want to nitpick, but I'm so sick and tired <laughs> of um, like usually like superhero movies and or TV shows where like they have a diversion and all of the police go to one corner of the town and they're like, haha, we're in the other corner. Mm. I uh-huh. completely know what what you mean, but that was the first time they've done it on this show. On least. this show, absolutely, but I feel like they need to differentiate themselves from every other show, and every other show has done it. Yeah. Right. I, I know what you mean. They did it on Arrow, too. Uh, what's in the Glades, and they and oh, people went, the, whatever, yeah, yeah. at one the point. And every other show, yeah. for sure, mm-hmm. but it's not like I feel like we're repeating storylines that Flash has done already. No, 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 not at all. But yeah. I know what you mean. And it almost wasn't the case. It only happened that that way because Barry was being pig-headed. That's yeah. true. That is kind of true. Uh, but he was being pig-headed because he doesn't trust his mentor anymore. So yeah. I, I didn't find it like, oh, Barry's just being stubborn for no reason. <laughs> it was like right. Barry has very just cause to yeah. be stubborn and not believe 
this guy who clearly has ulterior motives. It's yeah. great that he's able to compose himself and still pretend that he likes him and can stand in a room with but him. But he wasn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he was, was. He was behind his back. He would just turn around and be like, oh. He, he like, was Hi, pretty well. bad at being yeah. co- covert about it. I thought he was pretty good at it. I, I want to talk about their relationship but a little more in a bit, but I want to I want to stay on the whole trickster yes. storyline right yeah, now yeah. because yes. so much happened. So, uh, yes, they did. They were paired up, and we do find that out later. But before we find any of it out about why they were or whatnot, they take when they're leaving jail. They take Barry's dad. Which almost had me in tears because, it, well, yeah, we had the mention of Little Henry earlier, and when Barry saved Mini Henry, nice name, um, and then they called it too. Yeah, and then and then they take Harry, uh, they take Henry as hostage, which was number one really smart, and number two really messed up. <laughs> Were you guys thinking, uh oh, is there any chance that he's going to die here? Because some people have predicted he's going to die at the end of the season, or were you thinking, all right, well, we'll get him back? I, I didn't think he was going to die. But I also okay. just think this guy is just so strong. He doesn't cry. He doesn't complain. He's like, oh, okay, I'm going to go back to jail now. But I'm going to say thank you to Wells and be nice to everybody. He's just so strong. He's always putting a brave face on for Barry's sake. Right. I think that if anyone's going to die, it's going to be Joe West. Oh, don't mm. say that. Okay. And... <laughs> And the panel is silent with tears. <laughs> it, it's just like in like the hero's journey, like the bastard version of it, is that the mentor has to die for you to fulfill your destiny and like get over it and become your true destiny. Right. And that like Obi Wan. Yeah. Every, yeah. Everyone has like the mentor character that dies, like Superman's father dies. Yada yada yada. Right. Um, and it, that's for me is Joe West. Well, I would argue that that is actually Wells, and the death of the mentor character is him finding out that Wells is the man oh. in the yellow suit. Oh, you mean it's not him actually dying, it's him being dead to Barry. Right. That, could, that would be interesting. That's in interesting. Yeah, that's true. So, mm, yeah. But the more important thing that happened with Barry's dad in tonight's episode is, yes, he is kidnapped and all of that, but then, out of freaking nowhere, Barry comes and saves the dad from all these knives, and then he's like, and by the way, dad, psh, <laughs> he's like, you look great red, son. Because like, well, we already knew that he he was sensing yeah. that his son was a flash. We saw that before, but he great. reveals himself to his father. And this was the most incredible moment of the episode. There was a lot of great moments of the episode, but this was yeah, at least totally. top five. I mean, Agreed. it was so beautiful. And like, what what kid doesn't want to save their parent one day? What? It's just like the most amazing thing. I love that moment. How did you guys feel? Uh, I I liked it. I um I mean. Because there was no other chance that that was going to happen. There was never, other than, you know, uh, Henry being broken out of prison and taken hostage, were they ever going to have this face-to-face where he could go, hey, this is who I am, this is the man I've become. Right. Uh, love me, show me, love, love, etc. love. Mm-hmm. Love? Love. Do you think there's some love? All it's you little need bit. is love. What do you guys think about this moment? Beatles. The big reveal. Reveal part one, because we get a reveal part two later. Oh, this was much more sentimental than the other one. That was just a little creepy. It it was great. I mean, the whole time, though, I'm just nervous about what's going to happen afterward. Because we saw that he goes back to jail. 
which like is cuff me. Yeah. Okay. Ready no, to I don't go? need to. Let's go linking arms, hand in hand. Yeah, and then, like skiff off down the Elbrick Road. Um, I in my mind, I really needed them to find him like a cottage, like three miles outside of town, no. where he could like be a goat farmer and like yeah. grow tomatoes <laughs> and just like live peacefully. And Barry could visit him on like Sundays for dinner. And why can't they do that at least until they exonerate him? Or I don't know because he'd be a fugitive. <laughs> yeah, and I then mean, Joe would but, be helping out a fugitive. But it's not his quote unquote like fault. He didn't break out of jail. He was stolen out. Right. And you know, it's like, blame it on the trickster. Say the trickster still has him. But they, <laughs> they want to do this all above the law. You know, they want to do this all so that it's right. when he is out, there's no questions about it or whatever. I understand why they didn't, but. I agree that I, I'm so sick of seeing him in the, behind those yeah. bars. It's, it's so sad because we know he, he's a man who lost his wife, and that, that's literally why he's thrown in jail. Yeah, and then he's blamed for it. He's literally O.J. Simpson. No, it's it's just so sad. I can't, I mean, just seeing your dad in prison and knowing he's there and, and like, wondering all the time, like, is he okay? Is he hungry? Is is he thirsty? Is he, is he, is, does he want to be outside? Like, all the things that go through his he- Barry's head all day. I can't imagine just Barry trying to, every single day, yeah. fight, fight, fight to solve this thing. But at I mean, least he was able to save him for a moment. I, I know, but yeah. it's just, oh, it's just, it's like that one moment of freedom. It's like, it's, he's better off not having the freedom at all than getting a taste of it and then going back in jail, you know? I think he has such a positive outlook on life that maybe it's not true because yeah. I think a lot of people, that one moment would make them turn bitter. But Henry doesn't seem bitter to me. He just seems like he's accepted what's going on. And even when Barry comes up to him, he's like, Dad, just hang tight. And then Joe says, you know what? Really, you should hang tight. He's like, all right. He's he's never like, what do you guys mean? Yeah. Like, he's not a jerk. He's yeah. a really good guy. He's great. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. think it shows how much faith he has in Barry and Joe and that they're going to do everything that they can to prove his innocence. Mm-hmm. He right. doesn't need to to stow away in order to, mm. you know, be free because yeah. it'll happen in time. And also the Barry's so riled up about this. He's right. like almost obsessed. Right. Yeah. And so I think his Rightfully father so. knows that there's nothing the father can do to help him. And if he gets riled up about it, he's like, yeah, boy, get me out of here. Yeehaw. <laughs> Like, that's not going to help the situation. It's not yeah. going to help Barry to speed things right. up. So it's just like, dude, take care of everything you need to take care of, but also fight for me. It'll be cool. Right. So Joe and Barry are teaming up together on this, but they're also teaming up against Wells right now. Like we talked about briefly earlier, they are skeptical. They don't know what's up, but they know something is up. Do you feel like they are getting any closer to the answer? Because tonight, Barry does finally say, when he tells me to run through the wall, which, by the way, was another amazing moment, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and, and he, and he oh, tells me... Wall, I have tanker. to say, though, <laughs> did anybody picture him walking, running through the wall, and then being stuck, like his hand stuck because the, the bomb is still stuck, and he's like going forward, <laughs> and like, the thing's holding him back? Did anybody think that could happen? I, I wasn't thinking that. He broke that. it, obviously. But I just thought it was going to be like, oh, okay, my whole body's through, but I have my hand that's stuck with the bomb back here. No, I just needed him to pick anything other than a gas tanker. I know. Yeah, because it was not a good place to have an explosion. Not not smart. Really. Uh, But at least then there was no people in there. I don't know. I I thought that was a great moment. But the point is that he he does all this, and uh, Wells is talking him through it. And he's like, gliding through with the magic of, like, whatever he's saying. That's literally sounding like no, that. Those are the lines. Yeah. through the clouds. I didn't write down the exact words, no, sorry. You, you have the whole feeling right Yeah, yeah that was the feeling. Yeah. And so from this, Barry's like, 
All right. He's not. It doesn't sound like he is telling me because he read this somewhere. It sounds like he's lived this. And so he does say that to Joe. Do you guys feel like he is a step closer to figuring out what the freak is going on? Well, question regarding that. Do you think that he You have a would question have, about my question? Yes. <laughs> Do you think that Barry would have been skeptical about the way uh, Wells was telling him to run if he didn't already have skepticism about Wells? No, no. I Do you think, think he just would have been like, oh, this is nice of him? Like, yeah. Right. Okay. Now his eyes are open yeah. and there is no closing them anymore. Right. That's how I feel. How yeah. do you guys feel about that? No, I agree. Um, and I think that, yes, they're a little closer. They don't really have that many leads at the moment. I mean, now they've just, they're all on the same page, which is nice. Um, and I think that they'll probably start digging into Wells's actual history because we have what we think is the history with the, the, the wife and all that stuff, or at least what they think is the history. We know because we're genius. <laughs> but um, so dead. they'll kind of dig into his in the inaccuracies of his story because his wife was a was what is the word I'm looking for it was a cover and now that they know it to be false right, right. and cause in that sense too like we really know very little about why Thawn is so obsessed with like Barry you know like they haven't given us that reason yet right well, we know that he needs him to be fast and he needs him to be fast so that he can get back to being himself yeah right but we don't know much about what being himself entails in the future yeah I mean, traditionally, uh, he was obsessed with him as, like, when he was a kid, he, uh, wanted to essentially be Barry Allen. He went crazy at a certain point, uh, and then, uh, went even crazier when he came, uh, into the past, and then, uh, decided that he was gonna be Barry's ultimate rival. Tari? Yes. I am your father. <gasps> no! That's impossible! <laughs> Wait, are you You're really? a really pretty dad. Thank you, thank you. Really? I have to say it once tonight. <laughs> I wish my dad had braids like that. Oh, thanks. Um, okay, so they, they do... sorry that we're talking. What's going on? They're, they're on to we? Wells. They're on to Wells, whether they're stumped for right now or not. At least their eyes are open. They are trying to figure this out, and they have somehow recruited somebody else on their team, and that's Somebody is, of course, who we all thought was going to be the bad guy, but isn't right now, Eddie. Eddie has been wrangled in, and Eddie is the second major reveal tonight as Barry lifts his mask off and is like, ta-da! I know you don't really like the Flash, and I also know you don't really like Barry right now. Well, ha-ha-ha, joke's on you. I'm both of them. I know, exactly! <laughs> like, the most bizarre moment. I mean, really. And it was funny because he, Eddie does know that Barry has some sort of feelings for Iris. So now he's like, oh, great. Now I have to compete with you and the Flash. Right. And, I, and you want me to help you? Right. And I don't like you, as Roxy just stated. So just a lot. Exactly. I mean, I know they kind of made up before yeah. because he had was hit by lightning and that's right. why, whatever. Yeah. Lightning psychosis, of course. <laughs> exactly. I was just happy that Eddie voiced the concern that we shouldn't keep Iris in the dark. Like, I needed someone to be like, yo, she's like a grown woman and she can deal with this. You make a really good point. And you reminded me that we need to step back for a second because the only reason that they're in this predicament is that Iris is nosy. And wants to know, and I don't mean that in a bad way, I just mean that's her job. Yeah, she's and a journalist. She, yeah, she's a journalist, and she wants to know what the what is going on with her boss, Mason. So she's looking into it, and everybody's kind of brushing her off, like, he's fine, yeah. he's fine. What does she do? Beep, boop, beep, boop. Hey, Flash, come on over. Uh, no, she, like, sent him some picture text. Yeah. But I just like <laughs> treating her like she's dumber than she is. 
Yeah, uh, as characters. Well, I I would argue that maybe they're trying to keep her off of the case because she's so tenacious yeah. that if she, if they give her the bone, she that was weird. Um, yeah. If they give her this lead, then she won't stop until she gets to the point where she has to be killed to death. Right. The bigger issue yes. isn't her knowing what happened with Mason. It's her knowing that Barry is the Flash and who the Flash is because knowing who is the Flash puts you at risk. We saw that with Cisco last week. Once you know who the Flash is, then you are you are liable. You know, you can get yeah. kidnapped, people will come find you, whatever it is. So they do not want Iris to know because everybody's trying to protect Iris. And yet, I, and I get that 100%. And yet, though, how valuable would she be working on the newspaper and, like, in control of this secret? Which is yeah. why, but, eventually, and, and she, how, she'll know. I mean, yeah. how could they prove anyway, if, if she's at risk, if she's, th- she's this close to the Flash regardless, because she... Anybody that knows who the Flash is knows that Joe knows who the Flash is and knows that Joe is a daughter. So regardless if Iris really knows or not, people are going to assume that she knows. So if she really doesn't know, it's almost worse because she, if she, God forbid, gets, you know, taken away and they're going to be, like, torturing her, like, tell us who the Flash is. And she's like, I really don't know. If she really did know, she could have some trick and then be like, oh, I'm already smart. So ahead right. of them. I know what they're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. No, I, I do just know. worry that I'd rather show... have more knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I worry that the show is going to get in trouble because um, they are not making her care character as interesting as other characters on the show. So if we need to continue to root for her and Barry to end, end up together, we need to love her. And, and I think that's very smart, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's really smart because that, uh, something similar kind of happened on Arrow where they felt like one of the lead girls, Laurel, the character wasn't given enough to do yeah. and she wasn't strong enough. I mean, then later on she comes Black Canary so she, she is strong right. enough now and people like the character more. But until Iris has like specific job in a specific place and is part of our Scooby gang or yeah. whatnot, people are, I don't know if people are going to warm up to her as quickly. Who do you yeah, think right. people like more, Caitlin or Iris, just in general? Caitlin. Ooh, yeah. You think so? Yeah, I think, yeah. I think do people think like Iris and Barry together more. No, I'm just saying, in terms of just girls, mm. girl against girl, who well, they like more. I'm I just think curious. That they like Caitlin because Caitlin is, she has a, a backstory, she has like moments where you can feel good about her, bad about her. Like, she's a fully developed character, whereas Iris is defined by the men that she loves and the the men who love her. Right. So, she's only, until recently, just gotten this, like, I'm a journalist storyline. Before, she was a girl working at a coffee shop who our main character loved, and that was all we had to go off. Yeah. Which is hard for, sorry, it was just hard for the whole series to, like, be based around their relationship. Of course. And that's her. Oh, yeah. You know, Caitlin would never, I don't feel like, is the damsel in distress like tonight we saw that Iris is at the gala or whatever that sorry the re-election party and she's there and she calls her dad so that the dad can listen it's not that Caitlyn wouldn't do that but Caitlyn wouldn't be completely helpless and I feel like Iris is a little bit helpless because she isn't on our same team she isn't on our same page she doesn't know what we know once she has all of this knowledge then she can put it to good use but until then she she kind of isn't working towards the same goal that we're all working towards and I think too, like it, I, I think this is all like writing. Unfortunately, you know, uh, it's not like Candace at all. Her like portrayal. Oh, of course not. But I think also like in the storyline of the Flash show, her the things need to progress the way they need to follow the story track. And in order for that to happen, I feel like maybe her character has to be like on the slower end of things for right now, at least. Yeah. Absolutely. And then we can bring her in, but we decide not to for tonight. And 
she thinks that Mason's somewhere in Brazil, and he's getting his tan on, chasing off some woman climbing mountains or whatever he's yeah. doing. Anyway, that was tonight's episode, and we want to get to some uh, news and gossip before we get to our predictions, hearing whatever Tari had to say for us. <laughs> okay. Oh, I, knew, I knew exactly what you were thinking. We're not there oh, yet, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll oh. get there. Okay, let's start with um, our favorite, Tom Welling, who, of course, played Superman on Smallville, is rumored to be coming on The Flash for season two, reprising his role. So somehow we are good, and and we've seen little snippets of I think the Smallville uh, buildings that were in Smallville or whatnot in the Flash, and somehow we're crossing over these universes. They're the same, whatever it is, which I think you're really excited about. A lot of fans are really excited about. What do you think, Antari? I mean, that would be great. Um, Mostly because I I think that this uh, I think that this franchise, the the DC TV universe, needs one of the bigger names, like like a Batman or Superman, um, even a Wonder Woman. Please, 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 Wonder Woman. Um, and so I think that would be great. And it's a it's a TV version that everyone loves. It has, like, ten years of fandom behind it. So mm-hmm. I think just that is enough to bring people in to see what this Flash show is all about. Cool. Would you guys like to see that, or are you getting a little confused with all the different, or not liking how many different places and shows and crossovers we're having? I like it. I it? really like it a lot. Cool. I think it's something that that not every show is capable of doing. Yeah. You know, like shows on their own. They can't, there's not the same universe, and when it's possible, let's go for it. I yeah. love Smallville. This is a great idea. Yeah, cool. I like it too. And, and as somebody that doesn't watch a ton of other shows, I don't get confused or weirded out by it or like think like who's this person. Like I actually, I really enjoy it. I like knowing that there's somebody from another show. It makes me want to watch that other show. Yeah, it does. As long as you don't need to watch the other show yes. to understand, yes. then I think it's a great thing to do. Yes. Um, and I also was a fan of Smallville, so I think that this is awesome. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. We have some casting news. This is for the air. Flash spinoff, starting with we have cast Hawk Girl as Sierra Renee, um, and Hawk Girl Tari, our resident expert, can tell us a little bit about the character. Yes, uh, Hawk Girl Shire Hall. Um, she is part of the uh, what, the Justice League. What do you call them? Uh, she's part of the Justice League. She kind of took the place of Hawk Hawkman. Uh, yes. That is his name. Hawkman. Uh, she took his place uh, mostly because, I mean, we needed more ladies on the Justice League. And also, uh, mm-hmm. she's amazing. Um, and, and, and the I'm, actress is a little hottie. Yeah, I'm glad that they uh, chose a person of color to be her. I think that's amazing. Cool. Cool. Awesome. Are you guys getting excited about this casting? With also hearing from uh, Arthur Darville is playing Rip Hunter. Um, so just hearing little bits and pieces, do we like that they're doing again another yes. kind of spinoff? Oh. Tari, Tari, Tari does like, not like it. No, he's he's got a big I smile. Know, I'm oh. oh, well, people Sarcasm. on iTunes were confused. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they can't see my big giant smile. That's, I just wait. I love that. Like, so this guy, uh, he was a companion in Doctor Who, so he has done the time traveler thing, and uh, the the actor has yes. Uh, and Rip Hunter is traditionally a, uh, he's a time traveler who goes and he kind of fixes things throughout history and all that stuff. So yeah. he's amazing. Can he fix it? <laughs> Apparently he can. Um, any other thoughts on that before our last little bit of news? Uh, this last bit is that we just have a title for our last episode. So season one, episode 23 is called Fast Enough. What oh! Do, do we think that means that he... Yes, yes, yes. Is that a reference Absolutely. to him and his mom? Mm-hmm. Is that a question mark, exclamation point, period? Is that a he was fast enough but still it didn't matter? No, what no. do we think? 
No. Nobody knows. I know. Ashley knows. I know. It's, it means it was fast enough. If you don't know, now you know. Ashley. Thank you. <laughs> you are welcome. Okay. But I never go against Can we get to some predictions? Because I got to know what Tara was going to say and what Jeff knew Tara was going to say. And, and I want to know what Tara was going to say. All right. Well. <laughs> <laughs> um. I was basically based off of the preview. We've we see Joe and Detective Lance from Arrow uh, uncovering a body in the woods, and up until now, we're like, whose body could it be? But it at this point, I think it's safe to say that that body is the original Harrison Wells, uh, and that will be the breaking point in. And they're gonna be like, huh? Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. But, but whose DNA does it have? Does it have Wells's? Does it have Eobard's? Does it have... I think it'll have Wells' like, original... Wells Prime, if you will. Uh, his <laughs> DNA. I think it, the switch was mostly cosmetic. So, like, that's why the blood doesn't match um, from the wall. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the blood! Yes. Great point! Right, no, absolutely. Nice connection. Yeah. Not at all what I thought you were going to say. What did you think? <laughs> what did you think I was going to say? Okay, this was like a far reaching, but in the preview, they showed a picture of someone who can only be described as a white alien with like a melting face. Right. And I thought you were going to tell me that he was going to get his face back. Oh. <laughs> Which, like, they would never take uh, kick Tom Cavan off the show. So right. that's a Guys, stretch. But I that's what I thought you were saying. These oh. predictions are our version of Breaking Bad Season 5. Oh! You know, I thought that the the preview for the rest of the season, which, uh, as you pointed out, was very similar to that at Paley Fest, this was incredible. Like, oh, yeah. so much is going on. The fact that we're getting all this crossover, or we're getting Robbie Mel, we're getting Stevie Mel, we're getting all of these incredible characters. Uh, I'm just amazingly excited. Do we have any too, other predictions? Nah. Or, or votes no, of excitement? I'm so excited, though. What should we do when we come back? <laughs> April 14th? Uh, Twizzlers. Yeah, I know. I'm sad that we that we will go, be gone for a week. But also, the, oh my Twice. god, seeing Gorilla Grodd again, and, and oh, what yeah. was going on with that. That was so cool. Yes. It also looked like Eddie shot somebody. Yeah. A couple cops, yeah. And yeah. the pipeline inmates, it looked like they were out, which we predicted. Oh, yeah, you guys were right about that. I just keep having these bursts of excitement. That's what the show does. <laughs> I know. Oh. I just can't wait to see Grodd. I'm so excited. I just think he's so scary. Yeah, um, he is. I like scary. Arrow fans, uh, if you're caught up, uh, watch the trailer again and pay close attention to what Oliver is wearing, because it's not his traditional Green Arrow outfit. It's a very distinct, very familiar outfit. I won't oh. uh, say anything. Yeah. It's was a it, in the, it, was it in the really cool. of tonight? It was in tonight's Flash ah. preview. It was very, very cool looking, and I will darker. say... Yes. I saw that, and I don't even watch yeah, it. One could say a shadow would wear it. <laughs> Since we have brought him up, uh, congratulations to him on being in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Yeah. Um, that casting is amazing, and he's great. And he's also on our show, so it's relevant to news and gossip, Absolutely. even though we're on predictions. Yes. But <laughs> speaking of which, we are off of predictions now, and we are closing our show tonight, which means that there is a two-week break between when now and when we are back, and everybody's going to want to talk to you guys, because you're brilliant and beautiful and wonderful people, Aww. and you're a flash Thanks. expert. So, Tari, where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Tari J. It's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. You can find me on Twitter at Ashley Daniels and Instagram at Miss Ashley Daniels, and I love and miss you guys. All right, guys, I uh, tweet from Jeff Masters 1. And you guys can find me at Roxy Stryer. You can find us at AfterBuzzTV, AfterBuzzTV.com, YouTube.com, slash AfterBuzzTV, on iTunes, on SoundCloud. Make sure you're using the hashtag ABTVFlash. We love you guys. Thank you so much. Woo! Make sure you keep in touch with us and give us that thumbs up, that five-star, leave a comment, and we'll see everything you guys have to say. See you in two weeks.
from executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 